What's going on, family? This is your boy, Miles Austin here, and this is Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. Let's dive in. We got a lot to talk about, and I am just ready to talk about the NBA, man, one of my passions. I love watching it. I love playing it. Basketball is just a part of me, and it always will be. So it's sad to say that we're going to have to see the last home game from Dwayne Wade as a Miami Heat as they go into the last game of the season as an away game. Um, It's just amazing to see what he's done um, in his six, I think it's 16 years, I believe, 15, yeah, 16 years uh, in the league, um, bringing three championships to Miami, playing with with LeBron, playing with Shaq, playing with Chris Bosh and those team of veterans they brought in in 2010. Um, to go on that historic run with two titles in four years, man, I think it is absolutely amazing what Dwayne Wade was able to accomplish in his 16 years of uh, of basketball that he played. I think he is an amazing player. I think he's an amazing man, amazing father, husband. Um, congrats on the new baby girl. Um, and everything that you have going on after this, we wish you the best here at MTMV Sports, man. And uh, moving forward in the next chapter, um, I hope you were just as successful as you were in your 16 years of your NBA career, man. Speaking of last and final games, we could also mention Dirk Nowitzki getting a tribute video from the Mavs. Um, absolutely awesome, but but we have to, we have to make sure that we that we stay. The work Dirk Nowitzki has not come out and said that this would be his last season. He's retiring. Maybe he whispered it uh, to, to to Carlisle or to the owner or whoever. Somehow he got wrapped into this farewell tour that Dwayne Wade is on with one last dance, and um, this is what it's been. This is how it's played out the whole season. Uh, I am not sure what we're gonna see. Um, But shoot, man, let's get to the breaking news coming out today. Magic Johnson is stepping down as president of basketball operations for the Los Angeles Lakers. As a Laker fan myself, I am thoroughly disappointed uh, in the way this season has played out after bringing in LeBron James. Um, All the injuries that we had to go through, we had five, I believe, six players, five or six players miss more than 20 plus games this season. I saw a stat the other day saying that I believe the team was fully healthy for less than 20 games and they were able to play together. And this reminds me of that 2012 season where Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard and Steve Nash came together. You could not tell me anything about that year. I knew we were going to win the championship. I knew the 2011 when Dallas beat us, it wasn't going to matter. We were going to come back and get the, get the ship. Couldn't tell me nothing as a Laker fan in 2012 when we picked up Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. And this is basically how it's played out. I think that year they played 18 games together, uh, fully healthy. The the big three, if you want to call it, quote unquote, uh, f- with, with Dwight Howard, Steve Nash. And um, Kobe Bryant. So this year kind of played out the same, man. We pick up LeBron James. It's been a great, it was a great season leading up to it. Before the injury, we were in fourth place in 20 and 14. And um, after that, man, you you have the LeBron injury where he tears his groin, not just a a pop, but he tore his groin. Um, uh, The NBA doctor coming out or his therapist or whoever this person was saying that this injury would would be at least a minimum of six months with playing the way that he played. He ended up missing uh, 18 games. I think he sat out in the end up the total being 23 games for the season. Um, It's been a hard year and I I don't want to make the mistake in diminishing um, who LeBron James 
who LeBron James is as a player and what he brings to the game of basketball and the Los Angeles Lakers. Look, I hear the talk. KD is better or Giannis is better or Harden is better. I don't I don't doubt your claims. I don't doubt what you have to bring to the table. Um, but let's talk about facts here. What he's able to bring to the court, averaging 28, 8 and 8 in a terrible season that we had this year. Is his defense lacking? Of course. He's going to, he's, he just completed his 16th season. He's going to his 17th. The defense is going to is is going to take a hit. But let's not act like he's not still a top five player in the NBA. Um, if this if this team has a full healthy team that we can play for the full season, the AD saga doesn't have AD trade saga doesn't happen. This season could definitely play out differently. But I I can almost guarantee, no, not almost. I will guarantee that we would have been in the playoffs. Um, come a healthy year from from the Lonzo Balls and the the Josh Hart's and the Brandon Ingram's, Kyle Kuzma, Rondo. Uh, the list goes on uh, of the games that we missed, but we're going to see how this whole thing really plays out with this whole summer happening. When Magic stepping down as president of basketball operations, it's trying to figure out what's going to leave um, the rest of the team. Rob Palink as as the GM, does Jeannie Buss want to keep him on as Magic steps down? Uh, the coaching staff, Luke Walton and his boys were expected to be fired after the last game of the season. Um, are we starting from scratch? Jeannie, what's going on? You know, I would I would absolutely love trying to get an interview with Jeannie Buss, but as she is the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers, her plate is pretty full, but that is not going to stop me from trying. Um, I would love to be able to sit down uh, via phone, whatever. Maybe she maybe she wants to call. Who knows? You know, it's a long shot. But, I, you know, who, who's to say we're not going to reach out and try to get her here at MTMV Sports, man, to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, our beloved franchise, and what we're going to do this offseason and this summer. Looking like we're about to just overhaul not only the roster, but our coaching staff, president of basketball operations, and possibly a GM role if Rob Palenka doesn't stay on and playing that role. Um, gosh, with the playoffs starting this weekend, man, this Sunday, actually, April 14th, um, Gosh, it's hard to see my team in there. It's been a hard six years, but we're gonna. It, the playoffs are gonna be amazing. You had, um, as we talked earlier about the Warriors playing their last game at Oracle regular, their last regular season game at Oracle Arena. They did lock up the number one seed, guaranteeing guaranteeing them home court advantage throughout the playoffs. They still are the team to beat with five All Stars on the court and what they can do. You saw that as Curry dropped forty in that last game, last regular season game at Oracle. Um, this team is is when it's firing on all cylinders. Uh, it's a hard team to beat. We're gonna see uh, what happens, and if any team can put up numbers and 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 knock off the Golden State Warriors, um, I don't know. Is it possible? I want to hear from you. Make sure you add me. I am Miles Austin. I want to hear all about what you feel. Will the Warriors clinch another another title, be in their third straight before they switch over to San Francisco and go across the bridge? Um, Kevin Durant has the power this offseason to uh, uh, establish balance within the NBA um, and deciding to maybe go to New York or, or wherever, whatever team he's looking at. I would love just for Kevin Durant to leave the Golden State Warriors, not because I'm a Lakers fan, not because we're in the Western Conference, which those are both totally uh, plausible reasons for why I want him to leave. Um, I want the NBA to be competitive again in the sense that we don't necessarily choose a team at the beginning of the season to run away with it and no other teams have a chance now let's quickly talk about this whole wade versus pierce thing this is 
unbelievable to me. And matter of fact, it's not even unbelievable because Paul Pierce, this type of person he is, he believes that he is the best. He believes that he is an amazing player. And I'm not taking anything away from them, from the Boston Celtics fan that want to get mad about their beloved Paul Pierce. Look, if we're comparing the two, I'm going to go with Dwayne Wade every time. I'm not going to expand on it. I'm not going to talk more about it. I'm not going to compare stats or careers or whatever. I'm choosing Dwayne Wade every time, no question about it. Um, let's really get to what everybody's talking about right now. As we, we get the, the, the bombshell news and magic stepping down, the whole Wade versus Pierce thing after Pierce made his comments. But who is your MVP of the year? Being between James Harden and what he's doing, crazy numbers he's putting up in Houston, um, and Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee. What are you really thinking? Uh, Milwaukee is the number one seed. And if I'm choosing, this is just me, this is my opinion. You can think what you want at me, do whatever you want to do. I do believe that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the MVP of the league. Now, that doesn't take away anything from what James Harden has been doing this season. And what he's been doing in Houston, putting that team on his back and doing just absolutely amazing things in these numbers. But let's not forget that they were, I believe, 13 and 15 or 11 and 15 at the beginning of the season. They didn't look like a playoff team. They didn't look like they had everything together. And you could try to blame them on the injuries, but Chris Paul was playing. Clint Capella was playing. This team didn't have it all together. And now we're going to penalize Giannis Antetokounmpo for being great all season. It doesn't make sense to me. His numbers are, are off the charts. It's just like James Harden. But if you think about what he's done for Milwaukee, did you think at the beginning of the season the Milwaukee Bucks would be the number one team in the East? Rivaling, I mean, it, does, it doesn't make any sense. What the, the numbers that they put up this season, uh, Mark, uh, uh, Budenholzer coming from the, the original Greg Popovich tree in San Antonio. I remember him coaching that season in Atlanta where they were the number one team in the league with a 61-21 and 21 record, I believe. And they got, they got swept by LeBron James and the Cavs in the second round. I want to say it was the conference finals. I'm sorry. Um but this is what this is what Mike Budenholzer does, man. He he has a, he has a system, and it absolutely looks amazing with Giannis kind of leading that. That's my MVP. You can call it what you want, say what you want. Harden's been doing numbers and putting up things. He's an amazing scorer. Step back, uh, give you the shoulder, create contact, flopping, whatever you want to call it. Gian, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is my MVP of the 2018-2019 NBA season, and with that. We're going to move right over to Rookie of the Year with Luka Doncic or Trey Young. Now, I think it's kind of the same thing. Luka started off the seat, started off the uh, first half of the NBA season putting up numbers and doing uh, just amazing things, singing highlights from him. But he's kind of, I won't say he's plateaued, but he kind of just lost that, 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 that glimmer that we all saw before the All-Star break. And Trey Young took it. So I honestly can say I do live in Atlanta. I do support the Hawks. I may lean a little bit more towards Trey Young and what he's doing with 30-point 10 assist games. Um, as a rookie, that is just unheard of, and I, th- I believe that he leads that charge in most 30-point 10 assist games as a rookie. Um, I'm going to go for the hometown kid, man. I, I think I think I'm going to lean more towards Trey. Um, Luka is, uh, I think, 
a little bit more rounded, obviously, because of what he did overseas in the Europe, in the Euro leagues. And he, he, he's been in the championship before. Um, but I like Trey. Um, I did have Luka Doncic up until the All-Star break and probably a little, a little bit after the All-Star break. It was no question to me, but Trey Young has made it a conversation. And we're going to see uh, what everybody decides to do on June 24th when those NBA uh, awards are uh, aired. And we're going to watch who wins MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, um, Sixth Man of the Year, Rookie of the Year. Um, coach of the year, all types of things. I'm looking forward to that in June coming. I'm looking forward to April, May, and June being the NBA playoffs, upcoming to the NBA championship. I think it's going to be amazing. I think we're going to be a little bit more surprised in who we see come out of the Eastern Conference and playing up possibly against the uh, the Warriors or the Rockets or um, maybe maybe Denver. Maybe Denver. I don't know. Portland is is, is edging up on and closing up uh, the number three seed, but we know what happens with them in the playoffs and. Um, you know, maybe it's time to blow up that team, but who knows? I'm excited for the NBA playoffs starting this weekend. Uh, June 24th, we'll hear who wins MVP, Rookie of the Year, and all those awards. Um, let me hear from you, man. Are you looking forward to, to to the playoffs, the NBA playoffs? It's one of the, the best times of the year to me as a fan. Um, I've been a fan since since I since I can remember, and I am thoroughly excited what people bring to the table when the NBA playoffs are coming. I want to see what Oklahoma's going to do. I want to see if Russell Westbrook ruins it for them again, or or or, or rising to the to the mountaintop with Paul George right by his side, or leading that charge and scoring from Paul George. What the Warriors would do, how easy they'll make it look, or maybe they get eliminated. Maybe Houston Rockets come and do something crazy. Maybe the Bucks get to the Eastern Conference Finals, end up beating the Celtics or the Sixers, or Man, I, I'm excited. It is it is just a uh, a slew of uncertainty, and that's the best part that we love about the NBA playoffs. Anything can happen. You guys hit me up, man. I am Miles Austin on everything social media, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. I want to hear from you guys, man. Are you guys excited for the NBA playoffs coming? Um, shoot, man, I, I can't even try to contain my excitement about what's happening uh, this weekend. And as, as I don't get to see my Lakers or LeBrons in the playoffs, it's going to be weird. But I'm excited for the offseason. This is the first time LeBron James has gotten two months off uh, to rest up. So I do believe he's going to come back stronger and crazier and put up some crazy numbers next year. I hope this offseason is going to be great. And we are going to see how it plays out, man. You guys be safe. Hit us up. Look forward to us dropping an episode of Hard in the Paint every Wednesday afternoon. Look for that coming. Again, this is Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, uh, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. Y'all be safe. God bless.